Hey guys, can I ask you a question? How are your balls feeling right now? Are they super clean and dry? Does your partner complain or is not always willing to go downtown? If so, I've got something for you. I've just launched a new product called Down Under Comfort for my brand Emily and Tony. It's really unique. It's a cream to tapioca powder formula that is designed to keep men fresh and clean down under or wherever they need. And girls can use it too, under their breasts, their lower back, anywhere they want to stay fresh. So help keep this podcast free and your balls dry. Use code EMILY to get 20% off your first purchase. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. Trust me, and you're welcome. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts. You can also subscribe. They're free. They're on iTunes. You can listen through the Stitcher app, which we love the Stitcher app. Just download it to your smartphone and listen to our podcast immediately. Happy Friday, everyone. Hi. Hi. It's good to be here, Menace. I know. You've been gone. I was in New York. It was awesome. Love New York. How I love it? New York. It was so fun. We were promoting Misadvised, mm-hmm. the television show that I'm on. The finale is this Monday, and it's on Bravo TV at 10 o'clock on Monday nights. It's about three single dating experts. Tell me everything you did in New York. I did a gazillion press interviews. My favorite, I was on the Today Show with Kathy Lee and uh-huh. Hoda. We did not get drunk with them. Uh, Have you seen their show? They get drunk yeah, every morning. Yeah, they get wasted. Nothing. No cocktails. They didn't even give me a bottle of water. What? But it was really fun to be on their show. I did about 15 press interviews, but the big one was the Andy Cohn show, Watch What Happens Live. I didn't know they taped that in New York. I thought that was in LA. No, it's in New York, the clubhouse. Yeah. The audience is only like 20 people. It's a small little room. If anyone watches Andy Cohn, he's on every night on Bravo at 11 p.m. And that was really fun. And I gave him a little present. Yes, you did. I gave him a Jimmy Jane iconic ring. Jimmy Jane, first it's a vibrating cock ring, mm-hmm. which I thought was apropos because on the first episode of Misadvised, I talked to my brother about cock rings. And I do believe I was the first person to ever talk about cock rings on national television. So I brought him the Jimmy Jane um, cock ring, which I love. If you guys want to check out your own Jimmy Jane cock ring, you just go to jimmyjane.com. Use coupon code SPRING for $25 off purchases, $100 or more. And Jimmy Jane just makes amazing toys, and it's a vibrating, stretchy ring. And I'm like, don't worry, Andy. It's one size fits all. And he said, this isn't for my finger, is it? And it was funny. You saw that, right? Yeah, I saw that. It's up on BravoTV.com. Bravo you, did you post the clips on SexAlmy.com? I did post the clips on SexAlmy.com. My website's blown up. We're posting like a bunch of stuff every single day. I'm amazed because... You've been doing the show forever, and your website has always been terrible, but now it's like it's full kicking. of content. Like I crazy. know. We are a content machine at Sex with Emily. We just want you to have better sex. That's my purpose on the planet is so everybody can have better sex and relationships. And I think if you go to my website, I know if you go there, you'll improve your sex life. Yeah, we're doing something really cool, too. We're doing a one video show a week where it's five cameras. You can call in. It's live. That's up at sexalmy.com if you want to check it out. But if you want to call in live, it's Tuesdays at 2 p.m. West Coast. And just go to uh, tradiov.com or get more info at sexalmy.com. Yeah, I'll post something more about that on our site. Remind me. Uh, Yeah, so we're doing a bunch of shows and lots of exciting stuff happening. And I, what else did I do? I was on on Sirius Satellite Radio on a few networks. Nice. I was with Amy and Julia, my my co-stars on the show. And the problem is it was beautiful in New York. It was hot, but I love hot because we don't get hot in San Francisco. We're in San Francisco right now, and it's usually freezing, although today's kind of nice. But our, you know, summers are freezing. But we were in a car driving around doing interviews all day. I didn't even get to shop. I didn't buy one goddamn thing. What? But I feel like that's probably good I didn't spend a lot of money because I could go insane in New York. All those shoes. There's shoe stores in every corner. Jimmy Choo's. Jimmy Choo's. I want some so bad. <laughs> Who's going to buy me shoes? I wear a size 7. Okay. Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com, which we are using that email again. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can always email your questions. Today's show, we're going to be talking about 
the most embarrassing sex questions we've ever gotten asked, the most embarrassing sex situations that are going on. There's some common questions we get asked, and we're going to answer your embarrassing sex questions. If we have time, we've got some cunnilingus tips for you. We had a contest that was sponsored by Mask. That's yourmask.com, M-A-S-Q-U-E. Mask is kind of like a Listerine strip that masks the taste of semen. No one has done this before. They come in strawberry, mango, watermelon, chocolate. Anyway, we did a contest asking people on Twitter um, and Facebook and everywhere. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, Sex with Emily. And um, we ask people for their own tips. So I'm going to read some of those tips as well. We've got sex in the news. We're answering your questions that you sent me to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Big show. Nice. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I got back from New York, and I went right to a wedding. I landed. You were at a wedding, too. Yeah, I went to a wedding. Last weekend. so much and, fun. And uh, you looked hot in your suit. Thank you. You should wear a suit more often. I didn't even believe that was you. I know. People were freaking out that I was wearing a suit. But I used to dress nice all the time. When you're in shape, you dress really when nice. When the hell but I'm not are you dressed nice? So. When are you going to get in shape? I thought you have been going to the gym. Uh, yeah, I have been going to the gym. How's it's it going? A, it's, a, it's a long process. It's a long process. <laughs> you can't just true. have an overnight. Well, you look but, cute. Thank you. You're welcome. And I went to a wedding, and um, but I was late because I just flew in, and it was in Marin, of course, and it was really beautiful. And but I didn't know the people because I was someone's date. Yeah. To the wedding, and then we left the wedding kind of early and had sex in the car in the parking lot. Wow. Do you think that's bad at a wedding? Do you think that's bad? Classy. Uh, no, people get all horny at weddings. We were and horny and drunk, yeah. and we hadn't seen each other, and we had sex in the car. And it was actually hot sex in the car at the wedding. Nice. Um, but I realize now a lot of people could have come out and from the parking lot because it was. Uh, I'm sure you didn't care. It was on a ranch. <laughs> on a ranch. It was on a cow patch, cow patch ranch or something. So nice. oh, now, now they're going to know if they listen to this that I had sex at their wedding. <sighs> Classy that is not lady. the first time I've had sex at a wedding. Classy lady. I once had sex at a wedding in the Hamptons, um, as long as we're talking about it, in a room that was boarded off. I went in and had sex. <sighs> Look at you. That must be my thing. Yeah. Have you ever had sex at a wedding? Everyone has sex at weddings. Not at a weddings. wedding, but, you know, you meet a lot of people at a wedding. Oh, I Because everyone's okay. more, like, open to talk because they're all like, oh, I want to get married one day, you know? So all the chicks are, like, talking to everybody and stuff like that. God, I never you, have thought that. Yeah. If you go stag, dude, you're going to clean house, That's man. true. I think you should always – here's my tip for you people today. Well, I'm going to give you lots of tips. But I believe if you are single – and you get invited to a wedding. You should not have that desperate, like, I have to find someone to go with me to the wedding. Oh, don't do that. You should go alone. Stag. You'll go have stag. way you more fun. You will find someone new. And people are always asking me, how do I meet someone? And you're so worried that you're going to look like a fool to be alone at a wedding. But I just think that there's oh, – no. it's rife with opportunity. So much more fun. I mean, how many weddings have you gotten laid at? A l- have I gotten laid at? Uh, or have you met chicks at? Oh, made out? every single one. Right. I go stag every it's single time. It's the best time to yeah. meet someone. That's why, like, Wedding Crashers, I think, is a great movie. Like, it makes me want to go mm-hmm. crash weddings and meet people. It's a great yeah. place to meet. Everyone's I, happy. I told it's you a little times. about the wedding that I went to. I saved the wedding. Well, I saved oh, the wedding that's video. Right. So my f- buddy, he was having some people, like, videotape his wedding. He calls me up a couple hours before. He's like, they're not going to be able to handle it, you know, because he was going to have, like, friends of friends. Because I'm his close friend. He just wanted Aww. me to have fun. Right. And so he was depending on other people to take care of it. And then he realized, oh, that's going to be a disaster. And that you're the master. Yeah. Video master. And then so it, it got down to the wire because I was depending on these people to bring me these uh, equipment so I can tape it, right? Right. These people got th- – the ceremony started at 5. These people called me at 5.53 lost with the cameras oh that my I was supposed God. to tape. You tape mean 4.53? 4.53. Lost. Wow. And I seriously like was sweating. Did they postpone the wedding? I mean, did they? Did they? No, no, no. I they they got there just like a couple minutes before. I set up the cameras on tripods. I ran across the the church and I, I turned on another camera. And then I ran and uh, hid behind the band and shot with. I had like three cameras that I handled myself. Are you serious? Yeah, you're an amazing, menace. You should be Thank doing you. more stuff like. Hell no! You I don't want to be do showing weddings. your Superman skills. Thank you, but I, I, I would never want to videotape weddings. Okay, only because it's my friend. Because I know this stuff never happens again. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be there for everything. I know. You can't miss anything. You can't miss a moment. Did you get? So you were filming. So then you didn't get to no, meet any but, new chicks. Uh no, I got to meet some. Yeah, but it was so funny because like towards the end, you know, you're already done, and and everybody's just like plastered because you know it's so open you bar. couldn't be drinking either then. If you oh no, I was drinking. Oh, of course. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, the I'm camera getting, starts not, getting shaky I'm throughout the evening. Paid. No, no, I'm still a pro. 
And uh, yeah, I just ended up getting hammered. And it's funny because I'm there with my buddies and and their wives and stuff like that. So I started like saying all this crap to their wives. I'm like, oh, man, your wife is looking kind of hot. Why don't you come over here? And then their like wives would like mess around with me and pretending that they're leaving their husband. Oh, that's like, cute. Did you yeah. get it all on video? Uh, oh, that would have been I'd funny. I'd have to go look at that. Um, <laughs> that's fun, though. Yeah. We both went to weddings. I love weddings. I love. Yeah, I'm so always so grateful they're not mine, though. Like, but, people cry at weddings and they're upset. Yeah. They want to get married. I just have never wanted a wedding. Yeah. As well, I couldn't think of a topic uh, the next day to talk on the radio. I, you know, I do a music show, right. but I throw topics in between. Right. So I was like, oh, I was just at a wedding. And, you know, you're always bashing monogamy. So I was like, I don't huh. bash it. Well, the girl that I, I uh, the other girl I do the show with, she doesn't want to have a wedding either. Okay. So I put it out there and I said, "Hey, is, is weddings done? Do people not want to get married anymore? All this stuff." And I'm, you know, talking to thousands of people. Ninety percent of the text messages saying, "What weddings are done? Like Seriously? people don't want to get married." Yeah, anymore. it's a trend. I mean, that's. I want to get married. I'm not supporting that, but it's just. I thought it'd be okay. I'm shocked. I thought it'd be like I'm shocked. It was ninety percent. Yeah, I thought it'd be, okay, at least 30% will say F that, you know, no one's going to get married anymore. And then six, you know, the other 60, That's 70 crazy. would say, oh, yeah, you know, they would be for it. What do you all it. think? Email me, feedback at sexfilmy.com. What do you think of marriage? I think in like 50, 20 with? years, 30 years, no one's going to get married because everyone's getting divorced. Just why do you have to get married? I think they're going to change the laws. They should I think make people it easier are gonna still, to get married. No, I think it, they're going to make it— Harder to get married and easier to get divorced. Yeah, I think that's what's going to be. Me too. I actually have an, a Sex in the News article about that, um, that if weddings should just—it got so easy. You could just fly to Vegas and marry someone. Oops, you know, and then you yeah. got to get divorced. You go through paperwork. They take half your money. Yeah, it's more expensive to, to get divorced than to get married. I know. It, it should, should be, be the other way around. I agree. Let's try to implement some change. You that is a good president. idea. Finally, you have a good idea. Finally, I have a good idea. When it comes to marriages. Oh, Make stop. it super hard to get married. Ideas. It should be hard. And it should be hard to have children. Not everyone should be reproducing. I know. You That's never, a whole other You never thought. watched the show, 16 and Pregnant. I have watched that show. Teen Mom. I oh watched my God. it. I love Teen Mom. Yeah, I do. You, do you still watch it? Yeah, all all the time. I love Gary. There's this guy named Gary. He dresses up in a bunny suit. He's hilarious. And he plays a guitar. I'm waiting for his album to drop. And then uh, there's all these other girls. And then some of the girls are just like batshit crazy. Right. Because they had a baby super young and they don't know what to do. I mean, your baby having a baby. Yeah. And there's this one girl. I think her name's Kara. Is it Kara? Yeah, Kara. Oh, my God. This chick is insane. Why? She She's yelling at her mom like 24-7 and her attitude just sucks. Really? The is worst. Is it new people? Obviously, every season there's new 16-year-old pregnant girls. No, well, they follow. Team Mom is the ones that they follow. Oh, okay. 16 and pregnant is when they first start out when they're 16. <sighs> Please and then, don't have children until you're 30, everyone. But it's, it's crazy because they follow all different types. They follow a girl that her... Her baby daddy uh, died in a car accident. Oh, they followed no. this other couple where they don't even have the baby, but they gave it up for adoption. Oh, so they're I following, saw them. following their lives on how that's going and how they deal with it. And then um, then there's just the other one where they're trying to stay together, but they're always fighting. And right. What else did you watch? I'm trying to think. I haven't obviously watched anything except for Watching my own show. Watching all the Kardashians. Haven't you know, seen it. Kim is, you know, trying to be more lovable. The mother uh, keeps on hanging out with this guy that she broke up with her husband with. Oh, really? Uh, 20 years ago. And she's like, oh, I got to talk to him. I just got to have some closure. Like 20 Crazy. years later. And then so the dad, Bruce Jenner, is getting pissed off. He's like, what are you doing hanging out yeah, with this guy? She's like, so rude. I just need some closure. I need to know. She that- had an affair with this guy? or she Yeah, just she out- had an affair on her husband before. Oh, Kardashian. And broke up with him, Rob Kardashian. To hang out with this guy, and now this guy keeps on popping up in the episodes. Like, oh, he, I ran into her? him, and oh, I don't now she just had uh, a dinner with him to talk and all this stuff, and they're like totally flirting on camera. It's crazy. That is crazy. So Bruce Jenner's all pissed, and then she ended up taking a lie detector test. She's like, I just wanted to have some closure. I don't want to get back with him. And they go, All right, we'll have a lie detector test then. And then so all the daughters came up with all the questions. Some of the questions were hilarious, like. Is Kim your favorite daughter? And then Chris uh, Jenner said, yes, Kim is my favorite daughter. No way. Was yeah. she kidding? Huh? No. She's taking a real lie. She didn't lie. She said Kim's – my mom was so, so adamant about never saying uh, who's, who's the favorite, favorite child. Yeah. But we all know it's Michael. 
your brother no, is the favorite child. No, my brother is not the favorite child. I'm the fa- <laughs> my mother uses my name for all of her passwords. Now you can break into my mom's account. It's something wow. else too. But so I think that that's a sign. My brother and I was always fighting about that. I'm like, mom says I'm her favorite. Oh, mom uses my password. So anyway, but I think it's parents should try to keep that equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Make every kid think they're the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a, it's very interesting. But yeah. you know, your your love life on television, we didn't even really talk about the last well, let's episode. Let's talk about what happened. What happened in the last episode? I can't remember. Um, the last episode of Misadvised on Monday night. You and is, I went out, right? We went out for drinks because yeah. my boyfriend, my boyfriend, my guy from Michigan came to town and we go to drinks and you friggin' interrogate him. You ask him if he's <laughs> masturbated to me yet. We've gone out twice. He flies he? out from Michigan to have a date with me. <laughs> And he's like, um, 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 I'm not really comfortable with this conversation. You make him so uncomfortable. Well, and then you also talk to him. Oh, you know what else you do, asshole, during the show? <laughs> what do I do? You say to him, um, yeah, I just want to remind you. You say to him, so, Emily, have you told him about all the crazy sex stuff you do, like the that workshop you did? I'm like, I haven't told him yet because I did this <laughs> workshop where they massaged my clitoris for every day. <laughs> Um, two different guys. I know it sounds crazy, but this is a guy that I just started dating and Menace is bringing up like all my skeletons in the closet. Not that I'm embarrassed and I've talked about it publicly, but I'm like, oh yeah, I went to this workshop and they massaged my clitoris. (laughs) Menace is like, why would I bring Menace out on a date? Like, really? Do not bring Menace on a date. If you want to have a good date, don't bring Menace. It is hilarious. And then next week is the finale. So you have to see what happens. Everyone wants to know if I'm going to have sex with this guy. So you're going to have to watch it on bravotv.com. Uh, you're going to go to Bravo Pound TV. Town. Yep. That That's was the episode before. Too, yeah, if people you... don't know, Misadvice, every Monday night on Bravo. 10 o'clock. Check it out. Emily is one of the stars. It is hilarious. It is funny. And then when we had drinks and then you told me that I was that I was dying or I thought I was Dude, dying. Dude, did I tell you that? Okay. So if people uh, don't know that hashtag for Misadvice is Misadvice, one word, you know, pound sign. And so... I read them when the show's going on because right. people are commenting and all this stuff. And in that episode, you asked me, what's the number one thing people ask yeah. about me? <sighs> ask about me when they talk to you. I go, do you really want to know what they want to know? And I go, yeah. I go, they want to know if you take it in the butt. <laughs> and then somebody tweeted, thanks a lot, misadvised. I have to tell my grandma now what taking in the butt means. Uh, yeah, Menace, that was inappropriate too. That's what you asked me. Your what people ask friends ask you if I take it in the butt. That's what they want to know. That That's the number dumb. one question from That's, anybody. If you, you take it in the be butt, like, is she nice to work with? Do you enjoy the show? Nope. What have you learned about sex? Nope. Don't care Does about Emily that. Does Emily take it in the butt? Does Emily you take it in the butt? You stupid friends. So anyway, that's what I told you on the show. Okay, so that's uh, enough about misadvised, but we love it. It's only one episode left. I want the DVD. What DVD? Hook it up. Give me one. Uh, I want new- a DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it to you. Okay, so let's move into sex in the news. What do you want to do? You want the DVD of last week? Yeah, yeah. I don't have that on me. So I can copy it. Oh, right now? Yeah. It's in my bag. Okay. I wanted it. Right now? Yeah, because you're going to take off because, uh, okay, listen, ladies and gentlemen, Emily is like out of her mind right now. Like you cannot have a two minute conversation with her because your brain is like all over the place. Correct? Are you like stre- Are you stressing right now? I have or to are you say enjoying it's a little it? Stressful being on reality TV on a national. Are you enjoying it right now? Or I'm no? enjoying it. I love it. But my life ha- is is like being on a on a speed train right now that's just going so fast, and I don't know when it's stopping and when I can this get is off. It's like you're freaking out over every little thing. I'm not freaking out. I'm in a good place. I yeah. love doing the show. We have so many new listeners, so thank you. And thanks to all of our Sirius XM Extreme Talk 165 listeners. We love them. Love them. Oh, I was at um, Sirius XM in New York, and I met um, uh, Baba Booey. Oh, you did? Yeah. He no was just way. walking in the hallway, and he was like, hi. I was like, hi. I was like, I really want to be on the show. He's like, what do you do? And I'm like, sex with Emily. And I gave him my card, and he gave me his card. Gary, right? Yeah. Yeah. I met him. What? I was right outside Gary? Stern's that office. Le- legendary. Like, I know. He was awesome. I'm like, you look great. You lost weight, all that stuff. So that nice. was really fun. That was another highlight of New York. So, okay, here is our sex in the news stories. Divorce hotel allows you to legally end your marriage in comfort and style. So there is a hotel that a Dutch entrepreneur set up. It's in, it's, um, 
It's a Dutch hotel. They arrive on Friday. We give them everything they need to leave Sunday with their divorce papers. Divorce can cost a lot of money and a lot of time, and it's done in three days. So the packages are between $2,500 and $10,000, and they say the price is worth it because the marriage failed and you want to get the hell out, which mm-hmm. we were just saying at the beginning of the show that marriage is, it is a really hard to get out of a marriage, and um, it should be harder to get married and easier to get out of it. Yeah, that is a, that totally makes sense. A divorce hotel, just go relax, you know, order yeah. room service and get divorced. It sounds I think fun to every, me. Every marriage now should just have a prenup. It should just be required by law, right? To make everything easier on everyone. I think so too. Although, uh, if I marry a rich guy, I want his money uh, when we get divorced. I'm sure. Yeah, you will so, get divorced after a couple years. But I would have a guy send a prenup because I'm going to have a lot of money soon. <laughs> so, okay, which city has the best sex? We know that where we live may play a hand in determining our income, work opportunities, educational achievements, and healthcare. But the number of orgasms we have. Or how often we think about sex? Here are the top 10 cities to have the best sex in. Okay, what do you think is number one? San Francisco. No. Damn. I'm pissed. New York. New York. And I did not have sex in New York last week. Oh, damn it. Um, the second is Los Angeles. Really? The third is Chicago. You love Chicago women. You should uh-huh. go there and get laid. The fourth is Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Philadelphia. The fifth is Boston. Bostonia. The six is San Francisco. We are on the list. What? Hallelujah. Okay. I understand Boston because from what I hear, Boston is just beautiful. But Philadelphia, not to talk crap about you guys. I have never heard anything good about it. Maybe well, because Apparently it's they're having lots of orgasms. Well, maybe because it's cold and it snows and then people just stay inside and have sex. Maybe that's what's going on, right? I don't know. I'm, su- I'm surprised Philadelphia. Like, why not New Jersey? Well, if you look at it, all those places. Yeah. Except. Except San Francisco, snow. Yeah, Dallas-Fort so, Worth is number seven. No snow there. Oh, no. Damn. Eight o'clock, eight o'clock. Because of snow, I'm like, what else are you doing? You're staying inside having sex. Maybe, but these are the questions that we're at. Wait, let me just finish the list. Okay. Seventh is Dallas-Fort Worth. All right. Eight is Washington, D.C. Nine, Atlanta. And ten, Houston. Those are the places having the best sex. Participants were asked a series of questions about their sexual habits, partners, preferences, and desires. The questions included, how many sexual partners have you had? Are you in a committed relationship? How often do you think about sex? And how satisfied are you with your sex life? And that is what determined the best cities to have sex in. And I was in New York last week, and I'm going to L.A. next next week, and um, I expect to have some good sex if that's really what the, yeah. the truth of the matter is. Okay, unemployed men undesirable to women, a survey finds. That's not a shock. I think it's not hot if a guy doesn't have a job. Not because I'm a gold digger, mm-hmm. but because it just, <laughs> it just, I, I don't think that men feel that same way about women. The study came out, it oh, says. Oh, we don't. We don't care if women have jobs or not. I mean, at least with me, though, I need a chick that has something going on. Like, you can be, right. you can be like some crazy artist or something like that. You can go. Right. Be you don't a, care if you're a crazy art. Right, exactly. Be in a band, not making any money. That's totally fine with me. It just at least you have to have something going on. You can't exactly. sit at the house all you day. Want, I always say that I want a guy who is passionate about something. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care if it's your kite collection, like kite flying, like whatever you're you right. do. I Seriously, if you're passionate and obsessed with it, I think that's great. So the study says that um, of the 925 single women surveyed, 75% said they'd have a problem with dating someone without a job. Only 4% of respondents asked whether they would go out with an unemployed man and answered, of course. But Jezebel, you know the site Jezebel.com? It's like part of the Gawker family. Yeah. They argued that the survey numbers could be misleading because 42% of the women counted in that 75% saying no to unemployed men actually said they'd go on a date with a guy that doesn't have a job, but they will not have a relationship with a guy that doesn't mm, have a job. They'll take I him to pound town. I think it says a lot about, though, our culture is that we expect men to be the, the caretakers, the breadwinners, even though it's not like that anymore. There's something in our brains that's like, he won't be able to like hunt, kill, gather, and be like the bread. You know, even mm-hmm. if I don't need that from him, I still want him to have a job. What's he doing? Sitting home and watching The Simpsons? Why What's doesn't he have a job? That? I don't know. That's what you would probably do, right? If you didn't have a job. I would love that. Yeah. You could sit and watch TV all day long. Love okay. TV. Love television. I'm trying to get into TV, but. How oh, do you thank not you. get into TV? The only show I watch is my own, and it's not because I'm a narcissist. Mm-hmm. It's because I don't have time to watch TV. 
And right. I, um, but you taught me how to turn my television on and I do it the same. I wrote it down and I do it the same way every time now and I can turn it on every day. What? Yeah, you go pow, like TV power, cable power. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Amazing. I had issues with my television set. I'm a new television watcher, whatever. I know it's crazy. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I don't watch television. Let's get into some emails from All the right. people. Thanks, everyone, for emailing us at feedback at sexwithemily.com. Lots of you are going straight to the website and just emailing us on the Ask Emily page. That's really easy to do. You just fill out a form. We want to hear from you, though. When you email us your question, we want to know how you listen to the show and where you're from. That's all we ask you. Any other question is on limits. Yeah, you can make limits. up your name. So Nothing's far. off limits is what I'm saying. You can change your name. We are fine with that. Okay. This is uh, entitled 41 and Single. Hmm. Emily. Hi, Emily. I saw this week's show and heard you say something about being an anomaly. I think she's talking about misadvised. I'm 41, single, never married, no kids, and I don't feel any urge or rush to change it. You say things that I've said before, i.e. the first episode about your mom telling you to be independent and take care of yourself and don't rely on a man for anything. My mom said the same thing to me at a young age, and it's stuck in my subconscious now. And it's stuck in my subconscious now. I'm independent, self-employed, and attractive, and men find it threatening. I don't think we're strange, and I think there's a lot of women like us. Sure, at the end of the day, would it be awesome to find my one and only soulmate? Yes. Realistic? Good question. But I like you, I like you, and I do enjoy the sex part, but usually want them to leave. No cuddling or holding hands if we're not dating. And I've had plenty of therapy, and my dad passed away when I was 15 years old, so who knows if that really affects us later when we grow up and date. I'd love to hear back from you. Single in Seattle. Melissa, wow, we are separated at birth. I mean, she, my dad, this is all the same issues I have, that my dad died when I was 19, and my mom told me never to rely on a man to take care of me, and I still stand by, like, I think that was good advice, because a lot of women are Your brother raised, said it was bad advice. He's wrong. A lot, just because now he has to act as my father figure, and he's probably just pissed, but, um, <laughs> but I think a lot of women are oriented, have parents, at least a lot of my friends' parents are like, when you're getting married, you got to find a guy, and I never once got that message from my family, and I, and I think it made me the strong, independent woman that I am today. Really? I've got issues, sure, but who doesn't? But I'm glad that I am my, who I am. But how long do you stay independent? That's what everyone's tripping off. Um, They don't mind that you're independent. That's what you're tripping off. What? Only just me? Because I have to get married? No, I... You, Ruby, my my mom. Look, I I don't want to force you to get married because I feel bad for whatever guy. Oh, thanks, Menace. I'm not going to wish that upon anyone. Really? I'm just I'm kidding. a good mate. You can find somebody that will okay. deal with all your crap. So that was sweet, Melissa, and uh, now you've heard back from me. So uh, I appreciate that, and I get it. And yeah. Okay, next email. Dear Emily, love the podcast and learning a lot. I've been married 10 years with my wife for 12 years. We have three kids. Looking to spice things up with my wife. She likes to be tied up, and I want to get more into bondage. Is there any books or instructional videos you can suggest? And maybe a good website that lists clubs or groups in my area. Thanks, Tom. I listen on my iPod, and I'm from New Jersey. P.S. I agree with Menace on handjobs. Thank you. They do in a pinch, kind of. They do in a pinch, kind of like a light beer. You will drink it, but not really enjoy it. Yes. He's funny. Perfect. Okay, so... I'm not going to get into the handjob debate right now. No way. Menace thinks that handjobs suck. I think they're amazing. Done. Okay. Let's talk about spicing up your sex life and bondage. First of all, there's a great DVD from the Sinclair Institute to add some spicy variation to your life. It's called Response Sizzle Sexual Imagination, Eight Ways to Spice It Up. Real couples show you how to spark your imagination for super satisfying sex. You can watch attractive, loving couples rediscover each other all over again. So it's called Response Sizzle, Sexual Imagination, Eight Ways to Spice It Up. You can discover techniques to expand your anal, oral, and sensory play in and out of the bedroom. Use coupon code EMILY50 at checkout for 50% off. This is Sinclair Institute. Go to my website uh, on the products page, sexwomen.com. You can check it out. I also think that, have you guys read Fifty Shades of Grey yet? Fifty Shades of Grey is all about bondage, and it's all about that stuff. And um, I would say that, that this instructional video is the best one. I love watching videos. I, that's how I learn. Like, if I, if I want to learn something, there are books. My book is called Hot Sex 
over 200 things you can try tonight. You can buy it on Amazon. A lot of couples have been emailing me that it's really spiced up their sex life because you can just flip open the book to any page and it's got great illustrations and it's not tricky, hard stuff to do. Um, I would also suggest that you guys um, talk about what makes you feel good, but you sounds like you guys have already moved along with that. So just really get specific. If you want to tie her up, just you can, you can, you know, oh, another thing, bondage tape. Bondage tape is an amazing way to spice it up. Uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing way to tie your partner up. It's like, looks like electrical tape, but it sticks to itself and you can easily tie your partner up any which way you want. And it's reusable. Huge fan of bondage tape. You can buy it at adamandeve.com. Use coupon code EMILY, 50% off most items, and uh, you get three adult DVDs with your order. Use coupon code EMILY at checkout for bondage tape and my book, and that's the way to spice it up. As far as groups and clubs in your area, I would suggest, do you have any local sex toy stores, sex stores like that, or any local, like we've like good vibrations in San Francisco. We have a lot of things going on in San Francisco. I'm sure that in New Jersey there's like – a sex store that has like flyers in it. You could talk to someone. I'm trying to think where else. I mean, I would just Google it in your area, maybe your local Craigslist. Um, there's forums on Craigslist. A lot of those are sketchy, the sex forums, but a lot of them probably do list classes and things that you can do. Mm-hmm. I love a couple who wants to spice it up. It's my favorite topic, right? Yeah. Okay. Next question. Hey, Emily. My question is, how would you tell someone how to explore how would you tell someone how to explore being with a guy? I have thoughts about being with one and I'm shy and nervous about it. Also, do you still have the normal podcast on iTunes? Thank you, Justin. So this is a guy who wants to experiment with a guy. So he doesn't know. I guess he's trying to figure it all out. Um, first of all, I'll answer the easy question. Yes, our podcasts are on iTunes. They're free. We've got hundreds up there. Um, how would you start to explore to be with a guy if you've never done it before? Maybe we should ask our gay intern. Go Omar. for it. Come here, Omar. Come on. Let's ask our Jump gay intern. I want to know what he says. Use my microphone. But Justin time. isn't necessarily gay. He just wants to explore. So he's not really. He's so, so he's curious. He's, he's curious about men. Okay. So I think the first thing you would do is just watch some gay porn. See if it's, if it's really something you're interested in. And then go from there. That's a great uh, suggestion. Any good gay porn that you can suggest? Um... <laughs> I'll have to say gayforit.com. Gayforit? Yeah.com. Okay, gayforit. Good. That is such a good idea. <laughs> Love you, Omar. Okay, Love ya. thank you. Okay, so I would think I I would um how would you tell someone though? So I would start looking at gay porn. I would start figuring out what you like and what turns you on. And you know, every city, I don't know where you live, but every city has Gay, lesbian groups, but gay, lesbian, bisexual, whatever. You know, if you have any gay friends, you can chat with them. Maybe they'll introduce you to someone. Don't go on the Craigslist. Don't go on Craigslist and do casual encounters because you could, God knows what could happen. You could get everything stolen or get even worse. I watched a Craigslist killer. They did a lifetime movie on it. I watched it. It was crazy. Really? Yeah. What? What? Uh, what who, oh, the one who killed all those women? Yeah, in Boston. Oh my God, it was insane. This guy is—it's actually just like the shooter in um, in Denver. The guy, the Craigslist killer guy, was like a medical genius, right? Wow. Like this guy didn't even have to study. Like he just knew everything, and he was. He was engaged to some hot chick, and he was doing this while he was living with her. Like he did everything. So he what just he, had some psychosis. He had something where he liked to dominate people, but he didn't even ever have sex with these chicks. Like all he would do is he was like really into shaming them. So what he would do is act like, oh yeah, I want the massage, which they're not really giving massages, but they would. He would meet them at the hotel, open up the door, and then he would pull a gun on them, and then he would tie them up, and then he would. Uh, like steal their panties and steal their money and then leave, right? Because he also had a gambling problem too. Right. So then he would just use their money and then go gambling. Wow. And um, the reason that he that he killed somebody in the first place was because she like fought back when he pulled the gun out. He like she like tried to knock the gun out of his hand and then he just ended up shooting her. Wow. And that's why. But he kept on doing this over and over again. And somebody else fought back and then he like like physically like punch her in the face and like messed up her eyesight and stuff like that. But uh, the guy would like would would not admit it, you know, because he wanted to 
continue to like marry his his girlfriend. Right. Even though they found all the underwear for all the girls hidden Ew. under his hidden under his bed what and the gun, right? Don't and the hide gun anything under your bed, people. And he still wouldn't cop to it, right? And then eventually he ended up admitting to his fiance that he did it and said, Oh, you know, I just had a problem. I still want to get married. And she's like, dude, you're in here for life. And then the guy ended up committing suicide in jail. Wow. When was that? This is only a couple of years ago. I remember hearing about yeah. it, but I didn't know how it all played out. It's just insane. Okay, man. people, be careful on casual encounters. Yeah. Do people still do that all the time? People they, still do it all the time. Did they make changes, though, to casual they did, encounters? They did make some changes. It was like, I think what happened, it wasn't casual encounters. It was actual, like, erotic jobs or oh, something like that. Oh, right, right, right. They oh, got people, rid of that. be careful. They got be rid of careful, that. That's yeah. what it was. Don't do that. My buddy and I, I told you that, I don't know, my buddy... He he just liked meeting up with these chicks for kicks. Like he wouldn't have sex with them. Like I don't know what was wrong with my friend. He just but met it, with erotic. He just he would go uh, meet up with these chicks just to talk to them, to, to f around with them, and then he would leave. He would never like have sex with them or anything. They were like probably that. just frustrated because they probably thought they were gonna have sex. <laughs> they he just wants well, to be like, what they were kind of get, They thought they were gonna get money and stuff like that. Oh. But I don't know oh. what he like his whole kicks. Of it was what's just, he doing now? Just talk to him. Uh, he's a very successful person now. <laughs> Guys, everyone's <laughs> but he doesn't got their do own sexual activities, but be careful when you're dating online always. Right? Okay. Yeah. Dear Emily, I've been married for eight years to my third husband. In the beginning, sex was nonstop and mind blowing, far from quote normal. Within months, he had us visiting nudist resorts and indicated his desire to add another person or couple which lasted off and on for about a year. Wasn't really my thing at first, but I'm all for trying things out. Once that ended, so did the sex. We haven't had sex aside from a handful of times since 2005. Wow. He refuses to talk about it. He now says there would be sex immediately if someone else was involved. My feeling is until we can have a normal sex life with each other, no one else should be involved. His reply is, then we are, a stand- then we are at a standoff. I'm 44. He is 50. We love each other. We are partners and friends. He has embraced my son without hesitation. So majority of the package is there. Nothing is perfect, but this bothers me deeply. I've always been a sexual person. This is freaking me out. Signed, Anonymous. Mm. Wow. Okay, Anonymous. This is not a healthy situation. I think you know that. Um, I understand that this is your third marriage and you might not want to, you know, probably scares you to to have trouble arise in a third marriage. But 2005, I mean, that is seven years ago that you have not had sex or been having regular sex. And I'm wondering if there's other stuff going on here, because if he's not getting it from you, I'm not saying he's having an affair, but is he surfing porn a lot? Does he have any strange behaviors that are demonstrated? And I think that you, I think the fact that he only wants another person in the equation is, um, I think it's great you guys were into it for a while, but if that's all that he needs and that's the only way he's going to be with you, I would be really hurt. That hurts your self-esteem. It feels like you're not desirable enough. I'm sure it's wreaking havoc on your emotions and your self-esteem and all that stuff. And so I would say that you guys need therapy around this issue or you might have to end the relationship because I do not believe in sexless marriages unless both couple, unless both partners don't want sex. I'm all for mm-hmm. sexless marriages, but it, you want it. He doesn't. You're at a standoff. This seems pretty easy to me to fix. And I would say go see a couples therapist, couples counselors, lots of insurance policies, cover therapists. You might need to only go a few times to get to the bottom of this. Like, why does he need another person in the room? Like, what happened to the, like, is he on any medications? I mean, this is something that you should not take lightly. And I get that he's a really good father um, to your son. And it sounds like you are best friends. But when the sex isn't there, I believe that it wreaks havoc on the marriage and it's going to rear its head soon enough if you don't take care of it now, like like yesterday. You guys need to talk about it. If you're at a standoff, that is my cue to tell you to go right to therapy. Because what I mean, it's not going to hurt. It doesn't hurt you. It'll help you. And the thing about couples therapy is that it truly does like fast track your relationship. Either you're going to figure out, yes, we're going to stay together or no, we're going to separate. But it sounds to me like you guys are not getting anywhere on your own with this issue. 
And um, it just just that can't feel really good. That can't feel good too that he wants someone else in the picture. And who that's exhausting too. Can you imagine every time he had sex, you had to invite the third person over? I know. I mean, some people would say that's a dream having a threesome, but every friggin' time, yeah, you need some vi- variety and spice. Yeah. What do you think's going on with him? Something's going on here. He's fifty. Maybe he has low libido. Yeah, he might I, just there have is low something. Libido. I just have a hit on this that there is something else going on with this dude with your husband. There's something else going on. Is he out of shape? It's medical, physical, yeah. um, psychological. But you should talk it out. Talk it out in therapy. Um, I love therapy. I've seen it do amazing things space. for couples. Get in a safe space. We're Get a, a mediator. She needs a mediator. They're at a standoff. He says, bring a third person in or I'm not having sex with you. Like, they're married. They should have sex together. That is that is the end of story. Weird. You are an anonymous. You are not... You're not crazy, and I get that in your mind. You're justifying the relationship. Well, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. I don't care if he you, he meets a hundred things on your list, but if he doesn't want to have sex with you, and you want to have sex, problem, big big problem, huge problem, huge problem. Okay, let's get into our topic for the day: embarrassing sex situations. These are some top questions that get out there that people like have embarrassing sex questions, and they want to know what to do about it. So we're going to answer them in one felt swoop here. Okay. Okay, what do you think is one of the most embarrassing questions people get asked? Danny, I want to see if you, uh, anything the, come to your mind. The number one embarrassing sex Not questions. even the number one, just one of them. I've got a bunch of them here. That people ask you? Yeah. I would say, uh, is my penis big enough? Yep. It's number two. <laughs> number two. Hold on. Can I guess number one? Yeah. Uh, how long should I last? Yep. Is number that number one? one? How oh, do I prevent? See, how I do you're know. good, menace? You've I learned know. a thing or two. How do I prevent premature ejaculation? Is the first one. Mm-hmm. Number two, does penis size really matter? Okay. Can I get another one? Uh yeah, go. Uh, virgin, like age. Uh what is do you mean age? A, I'm a like, virgin. How I'm do a I virgin. go about losing my virginity? Yes. You're really good, menace. I should be on uh, a game show right now. The sex of the Emily I know. Game show. Do you want to win something? A copy yeah. of my book or something? Or you already have that? I want. I want. Um, Do you have a copy of my book? Because I'll be I don't. Paying. I refuse. Ask you. I, I refuse for you to give me one for free. I said I'll buy it, but no, I, I want to buy it in the store. Can't, you can't spend fourteen dollars on a book that's going to change your life. I am. I am. But I wanted to buy it in a store, but I haven't seen it in the store yet. Because it's sold out. I know. Barnes and Noble. But there aren't because even any bookstores to... yet. Buy it on Amazon. All right. I'll just and buy it And buy it from Amazon. my website because then I get profits because God knows I'm not making any money. <laughs> um, I really don't... just want to take – I really wanted to take a picture of it in the store. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, me too. Go to Good Vibrations in San Francisco. They have right. it too. Okay. Um, I drive by Jimmy Jane all the time now and think about you. Oh, you do? Yeah, because I see their little Jimmy Jane sign. Oh, my God. I like, love it's it. It's so, so incognito. People don't even know. I know. That behind this door is a bunch of sex toys. I know. That was an awesome video you did there. I did? They have pretty stuff. I did a good video? You did a good video. Did you, you guys put good. it together? Is it on the website? Don, like months ago. Oh, really? Sexomi.com. See my camera work. It's amazing. You're, you're, you're talented. <laughs> I went to school for it. I don't even use oh, it. You, you, use video. you do videos. Uh, here and there, but not, nothing uh, major. I think you're talented. Thank you. I am um, very talented when it comes to bedroom, video. But, oh, but you're good with technical No, stuff. I make good videos in the bedroom too. Oh, that's right. Oh, I that's something that, that was on the episode last week. Um I said that you make sex tapes. Um, I'm like, Menace just has blackout sex and makes sex tapes and doesn't remember any of them any of it. And then When did you say this? Last week's episode. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't even Monday's watch episode. It yet. I know you gotta see it. It's hilarious. What? I say you black out. You tell out everybody se- I have sex tapes now? Yep. You do, though. On you national t- television, though? Yeah, your mom's going to know. I know. Oh, my mom doesn't even know I do a t- I'm on that TV but show. But your sister tweeted me. It was so oh, cute. God. I was like, serious? oh my God, that's really Madison's sister. She's cute. You guys look really nothing like You really busted me out like that? I don't remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. You got to pay attention. <sighs> I'll show it to you. Again, I have it here. Where did you bring that up at? During when During we're doing the, show, the radio show, when I was here with my guy and um, who came to visit me, it was the scene where we're in the stu- the studio, and I was like, "You were asking, you asked my date who I had not yet slept with, uh-huh. if he's good in bed." Yeah, and then he's asked you if you were good in bed, and I was like, "No, menace has blackout sex and um, make sex tapes sometimes. Something you'll see it. I don't know." <sighs> And throw that, me under the bus. Like oh that. yeah, you throw me <laughs> under the bus every friggin' moment of my life. That's wow. why you exist, I think, is to throw me under the bus. Okay. <sighs> Embarrassing sex situations. How do I prevent premature ejaculation? Okay, so a lot of time 
premature ejaculation early on in a relationship is usually caused by anxiety and stimulations. So when a man has premature ejaculation, you can also, as a woman, take it as a compliment, whether than as an unsatisfactory situation. The man is crazy by you, so crazy that he can't hold it. Now, there are preventions for this problem. So try relaxing when you find yourself getting overstimulated. Think about non-sexual activities. They'll help PE or premature ejaculation occur less frequently. Um, premature ejaculation is also, I mean, a lot of it is in the mind, they say. However, if you are experiencing it, you can go see your doctor. You can take different pills for it if you want. You can also do your Kegel exercises. I've got an app called Kegel Camp. You can buy it in the iTunes store. It's only for the iPhone right now, but it is a reminder function that reminds you to do your Kegel exercises. Yes, they are for men and women, and yes, it will help you with premature ejaculation. And the best part about it is the app, like, you know, doctors tell men and women to do them. For women, you have stronger orgasms. For men, it helps you stay harder longer. And the reason why the app, I think, is so cool is because it pops up on your phone as a reminder, time for Kegel Camp. And then you spend five minutes or three minutes, and I walk you through the exercises. You can do them wherever the hell you are, and it's easy to do. So I would recommend that. And I would also recommend, um, you know, doing something about your anxiety because a lot of it has to do with anxiety, and it's in your mind. I would also uh, see a doctor if it continues. That's what I got to say about that. Number two, does penis size really matter? Does it, Emily? Does it? It doesn't matter. I have to say after seven years of talking about sex and relationships. Did you get that email? What email? We're going to talk to the guy with the biggest penis on record. Remember, we have his phone number. Should we call him now? Just randomly. Hi, I know you don't know us, but... You have a 13-inch penis. Remember? Yes. I want to do This guy what? would get stopped. I'd like we to talk, Skype with him. We talked about this a couple of times on the show already, but if you didn't catch it, a guy got stopped at TSA trying to get on an airplane because they thought they, he had something in right. his pants. Well, he really did. He had a 13-inch meat sword. Oh, my. <laughs> and uh, freaking he kept, kept on getting stopped. But we got his phone number. Remember? I don't remember that. No. You don't remember that? You remember this guy got stopped. I've been in a whirlwind of All activity. Right. Anyways, well, we have the phone number of the man with the largest penis on record. I don't think we can call him off the – I don't think we should call him live on the air because that's kind of rude. We want to prepare him first. But I yeah, definitely but apparently want... he likes talking about it, so it's fine. Dude, I would like talking about it if I had a 13-inch meat sword. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's the funniest thing you've ever said. Okay, it's not about the size. It's about pleasing your partner in many ways. Figure out what turns her on, like her favorite position or her fetishes. But when women complain about a man's penis size, it's not really the size. It's just the fact that she probably didn't have an orgasm or wasn't turned on. So, I mean, I get really good at oral sex if you have a small penis. Get really yeah. good at pleasing her. It's not just about the size. It's about the, it's not about the size of the ship. It's about the motion of the ocean. Now, a lot of women do like large penises. That's true. There are size queens. So I'm not going to say that some women aren't going to be, you know, bad. But I can tell you that... In all, I've received thousands of questions over the years, and I don't even think, I mean, I don't even think I've gotten any from women that saying that, like, he had a small penis and I dumped him or something was wrong. Mm -hmm. Really. Like, I'm being totally honest. And I just think that guys get too tripped up on it. I mean, you probably don't have to worry about it, Matt. But, um, (laughs) oh, thanks. But just become a really great lover. Become a great lover. Your penis can do many things. And a lot of women don't even need size. Like they don't even need that to have an orgasm. I seen pornos where a guy had a small penis and a beautiful woman was sucking on it. I don't even know if she was doing it for money. I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, it's easy. Give me a small penis. I can suck on that all day. It's easy. Yeah. And you could do other things. You could have other things in your mouth, too. I don't know what I'm saying. But really, small penises, don't trip on it, guys. Don't worry about it. And what are you going to do about it, really? Like, seriously? And do you know what's crazy? Don't trip on it because what the hell are you going to do about it? You can't get a boob job. You Like, boob, like women can get boob jobs. Guys can get penis extensions, but they're, I don't recommend I'm no telling you just right them. now. This is what's the insane part, Emily, that uh, guys watch porno and they think that they have a small penis. But what right. guys don't... Guys don't realize if you see these porn actors in real life, they're like midgets. So they're like sh- not knocking on midgets. They're like little <laughs> people. They're like they're sh- these guys are like super small and tiny, but they have a regular size penis. But on camera, it looks like they oh. have giant. It's like they're all short guys with big penises. 
No, they have normal sized penises, but since the oh, guys are really so small, since they're they're physically small, right? They're physically small. I get they, it. Their penis looks huge. It's crazy. Like really? go next time you go to like um, a porn convention, porn convention stuff like that. <laughs> check out the guys. They're not like ma- these massive bodybuilder guys or anything like that. They look big on camera. Like you've met. Uh, I'm trying to think you, anybody that you would remember. Like l- meet the uh, the Jersey Shore guys. Like. Ronnie, who's like he looked humongous on camera. This guy is shorter than you, Emily. Have you met him? Yes. He's I'll really look, short. Look for like photos of him hanging out in the crowds. He's like super small. Wow, shorter than me is. Yeah, but short. this guy looks like I know what you're saying. He's like gigantic on the thing. Right. And that messes with guys' heads. It does mess with guys' porn messes with guys' heads. Absolutely. And they think, oh my god, I must have the the micro penis of an ant. And it's like, no, dude, these guys are just not right. Large guys. It's an optical illusion. It is. That I'm is telling crazy. you, guys. Okay, I'm that's good you, to know. Don't... I think you just saved so many men from their worries and contemplation. I'm telling you, I've met a lot of porn stars, and you'd be unbelievable. The people that you would think would be humongous in real life are just really short. And not knocking on short guys, but it's just an optical illusion, yeah, like you said. Absolutely. It's crazy. Okay, well, here's something, though. If you are truly, truly tiny, mm-hmm. if your penis is small, you can try having the woman on top because that's – she can control it and she can get more of you inside of her. Place her legs on your shoulders during missionary position. You can also have her on all fours. And when she is on top, put a pillow under your butt to raise up your pelvis. Those are some things you can do if you're really small and it bothers you. Um, you can also try pressing instead of thrusting in the missionary position. Those are some tips if you have a small penis. But don't worry about it, guys. That's all I want to tell you. We're not tripping on it, so why should you? Okay, next embarrassing sex question. And the question is? Why am I unable to get an erection? Ooh. There are many, many answers to this question. Problems with erections, they can stem from medications, chronic illnesses, poor blood flow to the penis, drinking too much alcohol, or being tired. Menace, you've experienced the alcohol. Oh, no, you don't experience the alcohol thing, right? Alcohol doesn't affect me. It, I think it's an enhancer for some reason. I don't know why. But being tired definitely affects me. Right. I, I mean, I'm, that's like everything. Tired, medication, chronic illness. It could be stress. Um, I would just go see your doctor. If I, Again, I, I'm, not, I'm not a medical doctor yet. I'm working on it. Not going to be a medical doctor. I'm going to get my doctorate. But the point is, I would say, check out with your doctor. But if you are, it could stem from any of those things. So I would get checked out. Because there's something you can do about it. Okay. Next question. Yes. Uh, that I get asked. I have a strange fetish. Do I embrace it or try to hide it? So you pick a strange foot fetish and you don't know what to do. Do I tell my partner? Okay. Well, here's the thing. Don't bring it up on the first first date, second date. I wouldn't bring it up right away because you haven't had sex yet. And I always recommend that people don't talk about sex on the first date. Unless right. you're me comes up on every day because that's what I do for mm-hmm. a living. Having a fetish keeps your sex life with your partner. It can keep it stimulating. Some fetishes are just too far off, though. So talking and discussing your fetish with your partner might boost your sex life, but it also give you an insight into what turns around when you eventually do share it. I do think that eventually it's good to share your part. If this is a fetish, like you got a foot fetish, let's say, and you cannot have sex without a foot involved. Then when it comes time to have sex with the person, you can say, you know what? Let me give you a foot massage. There are ways to incorporate it in. Um, Fetishes are what make most people have their orgasms. So you might want to try out your fetishes. But first, communicate with your partner first. So again, don't feel like, oh, my God, I have to tell this person right away. But when when you start having sex, you could say, you know what? It would really turn me on if you would wear those fancy high heels. I had a friend who was dating a guy. This is a true story. And he had a foot fetish. And he said to her, and she's kind of a little uptight. And he said to her, would you put on your Jimmy Choo's? Believe it or not, she has Jimmy Choo shoes that are like mm-hmm. $1,000 beautiful shoes. And he, she's, he's like, when we're having sex, can you wear them? And she got all freaked out. Okay. She did not want to have sex with them anymore. And she dumped him. Not because of that, because of other things. Now, if it were me, I was like. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'll put on my Jimmy Choo's. If you buy them for me, I will wear my, or, or anything. Like, there's a lot of women who would not be freaked out or men. And this is also women have fetishes too, but it's mostly men who would be willing to accommodate. So I would own your fetish, but again, I wouldn't lead with your fetish on the first date. But I, again, my friend didn't, her, his fetish didn't work for her. For me, I think it's hot having sex with shoes on, heels on. I think that's super sexy. So I would do it. 
don't have a problem with that. So, um, you know, talk about it. Communication is a lubrication. Yes. Okay. And send shoes too. Send shoes. To I'm me. telling you, you got to put the Amazon wish list up on. Uh, Will you remind me? You got to. You can't tell me things on the air because I won't remember. Why? It's recorded. You can listen to it later. I don't listen to the show. Oh, nice. I don't have time. I listen, everybody. I appreciate you listening. I listen to the show too on Stitcher. Download the app. It's totally free for your smartphone. That's S T I T C H E R. You really listen? Yeah. Download, Every week after the show. Yeah, download the app. It's easy. It's free. And then all you do, once you download the app, you search Sex with Emily or you can just search sex. We come up first. And the show will pop up. And then, it's free and easy. And you don't actually have to download the MP3. You just hit play and it plays right there. It's, it's crazy. It's like so smart because, you know, back in the day when we started podcasting, you had to doubt you have all those files on your computer. Yeah. And now you can just like stream it. Yeah. Easy. Stitcher. Do it now. Okay. This one's kind of embarrassing for women. This is okay. a woman one. Embarrassing sex question. Ready? My vagina smells? Nope. Ah, Close. Damn, I thought I almost had it. I queef during sex. Oh, that happens. What should I do about it? A queef is the sound and action of air being emitted from your vagina. And sometimes it sounds like a fart. Yeah. I have a friend that can do that on command. Oh, God. Sounds, she sounds We had her so... do it on the radio. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. When was this? On your morning show? Yeah, this is like 10 years ago, but I still know her. We should have her Why do doesn't it. she come on here and queef, huh? queef about? We were going to have her do it. We were going to have her do it in front of 22,000 people at a concert venue. Oh, but my her God. Boyfriend, there goes her, her life. Her boyfriend wanted – she was down, but her boyfriend wouldn't let her do it. And then we said, what about if she wears a mask, like a luchador mask, oh, like God. wrestling one? And she, and she was still down, and he still wouldn't let her do it. They're still together today, though. So really, whatever. I'm glad she didn't do it. That's embarrassing. Then you're the queef. <laughs> but girl. she was down to be the queef girl. Do you think it's like? Do you think she? That would have been amazing if hilarious. she queefed in she front would of twenty two thousand. Of yeah, tw- in Who front of twenty two thousand people, that would be amazing. I wonder how you learn that you can do that. In per- I guess you just learn things. You, can you do that can. Per- But it's considered to be a fart from your vagina. There are no intestinal gases being expelled, so there is no odor. Mm-hmm. They happen when the air is pushed into the vagina and then it's expelled. You can't predict a queef, but they can happen when fingers or a penis move in and out of your vagina, trapping air inside of you. What goes in must come out. She was a softball player. Maybe maybe softball girls know how to do it. We should ask somebody. Maybe somebody listening right now can do it on command. Can Who can queef on demand? Um, what should on I demand? do? What should you do? <laughs> like yeah. television. On demand queefs. <laughs> Channel 162. If you can do it, email us. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. We want to do it, and then we want to call you and have you do it live. We want you to queef live. Yeah. Let's change the name of the show. <laughs> Coming to Queefing ya. with Emily. This is you're listening to Sex with Emily, by the way. If you didn't know what you were listening to, okay, sexwithemily.com. Okay, what should I do if I queef? What do you think a woman should do? What should she do? Yep. It's, well, I don't know. Let me ask you. Should she acknowledge it? I mean, I've just had, laugh it off. Yeah. Not a big deal. If some guys some will do, just keep on going. They won't even care. No, they, they won't, won't even care. acknowledge it. Do you care? It. Are you like, ooh, queef. Uh, I don't know what to do. I got, I, better go make I some. I don't even acknowledge it. It's, you know, it's a natural thing. It happens. Right. Well, I I think it's natural. Some girls, they just laugh it off. Yeah. But, they think it's funny. And also, you want to know how can you avoid it? You can't really avoid it. Yeah, so what are you nothing. worried about? You guys know each other's bodies. You're exchanging bodily fluid. You're having sex with someone. Queefing is part of the equation. Just mm-hmm. let it go. What about a guy um, What do you guys think the- of it, though? What do you think of a guy ripping one, though? During sex? Yeah. That's fine. Things happen. But like, what about if he just does it every time? No, like every time? Yeah. He can't help it? What about if the the, the queefers, they do it every time? What about they, a guy, he can't help but farting every time? What do you think about that? Why is there a double standard, Emily? I don't know if oh, it. If he can't oh. help it, is he, is he doing it on purpose? <laughs> and am I giving him oral sex he when he does it? <laughs> he can't help it. What if I'm going down and him he does it? I'm not. Pr- I'm not happy with that moment. Really? But it's just natural. Everyone Um, does it. Well, yeah. Don't worry about it. If you're having sex with someone, hopefully it's someone that you're comfortable with, that (laughs) respects you, (laughs) that that you trust. And um, we need more sound effects on the show. I can get some. You need the sound effect machine. Are you going to pay for it? It's It's three grand. No, I don't have that money. Right. I don't have it on me right now. Um, but again, this is why it's a good idea to have sex with someone you love or someone that you trust and feel super comfortable with. So you can queef all you want, fart all you want. I don't even like saying those words. 
Okay. <laughs> um, that's what we got time for today. Oh, and uh, on a queef. What? And on the queef? Well, Are we I could queef this anymore. up. Well, I could. No, we should uh, wrap up this queef. Um, queefy, thank you, Marriott. What'd you say? I'm just putting, I'm replacing everything with queef. Queef. Here's what I have to tell you about sex with Emily. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I promise you that your sex life will improve if you listen to our show. You can listen to it every single day of your life. That's how many episodes we have. You can download them all on iTunes. We're releasing new episodes every single week. Um, just subscribe to the podcast or listen through Stitcher. Um, SexWithEmily.com is all the information you need. You can check out and find me on Twitter, Sex with Emily, Instagram, Facebook. It's all Sex with Emily. Watch Misadvised every Monday, 10 yeah, p.m. Yeah, dudes, listen. Monday night is the finale, but you can get them all on demand or on, on iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. You can pay for the whole season pass. It's nine Eight bucks. Eight bucks? Yeah. Eight bucks for like 10 hours of entertainment. Best 10 mm. hours of your life. Eight hours of your life. It's eight episodes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then uh, what else? My book is Hot Sex. Over 200 things you can try tonight. I have an app called Kegel Camp. You can find Menace at whitemenace.com. Yes. You should have queefing noises when people get to your website. <clears throat> yeah. That's good. You're good at that. Okay, everyone. That's what we got. Have a good weekend. <laughs> right. Thank Thanks you, for XM. listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hi, I'm Emily from Sex with Emily. Check out my new vibrator store at sexwithemilyovo.com to check out vibes as low as $15 from the Germany company Ovo. That's O-V-O. These sleek, well-designed, and inexpensive vibes make great gifts for yourself and others. Go to sexwithemilyovo.com to get one tonight.